Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. You are joined as always by your host and as by Life and Mindset Coach. And today I am bringing on not one but two guests for you to jam out with today. We're going to be talking all about what it's like to be an online coach and setting up your very own dream business. With the incredible Mimi Watt and Kenzie Co-Star, who have just launched their new program called the Online Coach School. Super, super exciting. I really don't think there's anything like this in the industry at the moment. And a lot of people ask me how I get started with my business and I chat about my best tips, my best recommendations. We talk about what's missing in the industry and how they have created this program to really fill those holes because I know a lot of the time we might have all of the knowledge, we might have done all the certifications, but then what? Like the next step can often be really, really challenging. So enjoy this podcast episode. For those of you that haven't listened to my most recent episode last week about lockdown, definitely go and check that out. But I announced that I am actually hosting a peaceful business mastermind. So this is for you if you have seen the way that I run my business and it really calls to you. Um, It's for new coaches who are just starting their business and want to set up their systems and turn their passion into a profit in a really sustainable way that is also fun and helps them to scale as well. So if you're interested in that, send me a DM on Instagram. I'll be sharing more details on there. So make sure you go and follow me. If you enjoyed this episode as well, please share it to your Instagram stories, tag us. It really helps to get the message out there. And we absolutely love seeing who is listening and where you are listening. Welcome to the Peaceful Body Podcast. I have Mimi and Kenzie on board today. And actually, this is the first time I'm doing a three-way podcast so we're breaking all of the new levels today which I'm really really excited but how are the two of you going this morning whoever wants to jump in first I'm sure we'll figure out a way to make this three-way work the best so we all get what we want from it um but Mimi Kenzie welcome thank you so much for having us Nez it's so exciting to be here I am um absolutely ecstatic this morning because we've just launched our new program Kenzie and I and literally just hit the air like half an hour ago. So buzzing. Yes. I am totally in agreement with that. I'm actually in Canada. So uh, it's like evening here for me. So morning has come and gone. The launch has officially launched in Canada. And now it's officially launched, launched in Australia with our time zones difference. So yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I can't wait to hear all about what you guys have created. It always makes me really excited to hear like when things are coming to, to well, when things are being birthed. Um, but I'd love to hear from you. Obviously, Mimi, friend of the podcast, you've been on the podcast before and I've had lots of my clients say to me that actually our episode is one of their favorites. So it's really great to have you coming back on today. And I think it was like, how long ago were you on the podcast? Maybe. It was it was a while ago. It was in 2020 for sure. It was, I reckon it would have been like eight months ago. Eight months? Even a year, right? Oh Maybe no, it's probably more. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, so really excited to have you back on. And obviously I think it will be cool for you to like reflect on how far you've come since then, because, I, and I think this is a cool moment for you to think about that too, because even when I think about where we both were when we first recorded that podcast and now where you're at now, having this new program, having this obviously an amazing connection with Kenzie that you've created, um, it feels like so much has changed and evolved. So I'm super excited to hear all about that. And I guess obviously Mimi's already been on the podcast, but I'd love to hear from both of you, like, where you've come from and how you've arrived at this place to where you're at now, like helping other business coaches, creating this program, how you even met, everything like that. Like, just take it away. 
Okay, well, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll kick off the three-way here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, my journey happened and really started like a few years ago where I was working a nine to five job. I was unfulfilled and I really just felt like there was more for me out there. And I really wanted to feel challenged. I wanted to grow. I wanted to, you know, have the time freedom, the location freedom, the financial freedom, the fulfillment, and really like check all those boxes for my myself at a young age. Um, and so through having that vision, it led me onto this whole long journey of quitting my nine to five job, not knowing what to do, ending up back into a nine to five job. And then, you know, finally leaving that and just completely, you know, kind of just make shifting my plane as I went and just really trying to learn how to add value into other people's lives. And, and that began to lead me to coaching. And so I started to coach for free and just see if what I had to say would help people. And it did. And so I was like, wow, okay, now I have, you know, some proof of concept. So then that really led me into becoming a certified coach and then, you know, working with a business coach. And for me, I personally specialized in manifestation. And so through that, I was helping people manifest their dream lives and really just tapping into kind of all the woo-woo things, right? And quantum physics and really bridging that gap between science and spirituality. And through that experience, it led me to meeting Mimi. <laughs> and so Mimi, I can't wait to hear your half of the story and how you got brought into coaching. But really the cool thing was that when I was going through this whole journey, it was about three years from like when I started to like when I met Mimi and it was like, I felt like I, I, I had like this time crunch. It was like, I had to move. I had to get this stuff done. Like I had to quit my job. I had to, like, I had to start coaching. Like I just felt this like deep desire. And then all of a sudden one day it's like imagining it like two cars driving up on the highway at the same time, one merges on the other one's right beside it. And then the radio's going, playing the same song. You're singing the same song. That was like Mimi and I riding up beside each other at like kind of the same points in our journeys, but in totally different spots at the same time, which mm. was the coolest thing in the world. So yeah, that's a little brief overview on my side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how similar our journeys have been. So for anyone who doesn't know, I, um, when I first left school, I was doing personal training and I was at uni doing a degree that I didn't really love. Um, and about three years ago as well, that was when I first discovered coaching. And as soon as I heard about coaching and what it was, I just knew that was exactly what I wanted to do. It just ticked all the boxes and more. And I very quickly went down a wormhole of just exploring what is coaching? Like what, what opportunities does it provide? How does it help people? And so I um, slowly made my transition onto that path. So I actually, I left the, I was going to do a master's at uni. I decided not to do that. I wanted to follow sort of my intuition with what I was feeling called to do. And so I followed that path. I left my personal training job. Um, I went and got certified as a coach and then same as Kenzie, um, hired a business coach of my own sort of got into life coaching in general. I was helping women who wanted to start a business of any kind. I was helping them to take the steps to do that and to just overcome the self-doubt that we all know comes with venturing out to, to do your own thing. And then um, once I had built the business up successfully, I decided to pivot to be even more specific in helping brand new coaches. So women who were coaches, but didn't really know what they were doing when it came to the online space and how to get clients and how to really establish themselves as a brand. So I was working with those uh, clients for a while. That was amazing. 
And then as Kenzie said, we crossed paths online. We met each other through Instagram and we'd actually, it turns out we'd actually worked with the same business coach at different times. And um, we very quickly realized that we had a huge shared passion and vision for wanting to expand the coaching industry. We wanted to provide the opportunity for more women who saw this career as a potential for them to actually get into it. And so, yeah, it's been a whirlwind of six months. Um, And in that time, we've been working hard behind the scenes to build the online coach school, which is what we've launched today. Yay. Congratulations. I'm so excited about it. And as I said before, it's always such a really exciting time when like you bring something to life that you've been brainstorming on and working on and kind of behind the scenes for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I love like when you were describing to me about the program as well, and this is something that I've been thinking about a lot in terms of like my own coaching with what I do with my clients too. And what I hear all the time from a lot of people is like, we can go do the certifications or we can go to uni, we can go I don't know, get all the certificates, whatever, like what I was saying. But it's so interesting, isn't it? When you actually start to become a coach, it's like, well, how do I actually do what I've learned? Like the the academic side of it is one thing. And obviously it's important to have like a foundational knowledge and, you know, obviously just like throwing yourself into coaching online with not really any prior experience or learning is um, also not going to get you very far. But what I find always really interesting, and I even found this like with my uni degree, is how like theological it can be, like academic it can be, like learning about studies and learning about all of this random information. But it's really not about like how to actually embody being a coach or how do I actually problem solve in the moment? And then even further from that, how do I actually run a business? How do I actually stand as a leader? How do I make myself, um, like how do I make other people trust me for all of the knowledge that I have? And I think that's kind of like a big piece of your program that you're offering taking people that do have like okay I've got all of this knowledge but how do I actually embody it and I guess you can break that down and how do I actually be a businesswoman because I know for me in my journey like I I would always get really frustrated because I would feel like I've got all of this information I've done so many courses I've been to uni like I know all of this stuff and yet the way that I'm communicating it like on social media and to other people doesn't seem to be getting me the business business and the results that I knew that I could get if I just like was able to market myself a little bit better Um, and also just being able to like trust that what you have to offer is enough because as we always talk about and we all know this like anyone that runs a business especially like on your own or online you know that it's such a big personal development journey so yes having the knowledge piece of it is so important but then actually being able to embody it know that you're a leader stand in your power and market yourself are probably even more important and the thing is is like you don't really get that from um learning in a course at uni or doing a certification right you just learn the knowledge but then how do we go through the next steps? So I'd love to hear from you, like, I guess how you, your journeys with that and also how you, what your advice is on that. I love that. So Mimi and I have actually kind of taken that into huge consideration in the creation of program. And what we were really inspired by is the ancient, it's like ancient Egyptian um, schooling. So it's called the mystery school of Horus. <laughs> and so how, you know, way back, you know, millennia ago, centuries ago, right? How things were being taught was the emphasis on emotional intelligence. And so really what that is translating into is like kind of the feminine energy. That's how we can sum it up. It's not man, woman, 
you know, male, female, but it's rather just like the feminine essence of life. So really moving into flow, knowing yourself, know thyself and tapping into, like I just said, your emotional intelligence and being able to manage your emotions and feel like a leader, feel confident, know that you like have what it takes to be, you know, a coach. And to, like you said, market yourself and put yourself out there, you know, and be the embodiment of what other people are also trying to embody in their own lives. It's about empowerment and raising yourself up so you can raise other people up. And so the cool thing about this, you know, ancient teaching method is that they focused on that for 12 years. So they focused on the feminine way of life for 12 whole years. And then they would focus for only one year on the masculine energy, right? The masculine way of teaching, which is the intellect and the knowledge and the application of all the feminine you know, stuff that they learned prior to that. And right now we're living in almost a backward society where right now, you know, even just, you know, K to 12, right. We have all the intellect, all the knowledge, which is very masculine based. And then hopefully maybe we end up into that feminine aspect where we kind of find a mentor, a coach, a guide, a leader, or somebody who can help us understand ourselves and tap into those reserves and those depths of emotions to manage those emotions. And so the reason why we took this kind of, you know, ancient inspiration and applied it to what we're doing now in line coach school is because that's how we really believe we are going to set coaches up for success is by focusing for first on the emotional intelligence aspect of things to then give them the business strategy and the information that they, you know, are, are going to apply no matter what and can apply no matter what, but without that belief system being built up without that emotional intelligence being strengthened and cultivated, they won't maybe not be able to right or be able to as efficiently or as effectively if they didn't have that prior. And we were just talking about this yesterday, actually, that what we, what Kenzie and I are both seeing in the industry right now, and as I'm sure you have an opinion on this, is so many, um, you know, 90 day programs that promise people getting to six figures. And, you know, I myself ran a 90 day program. Or- wasn't promising six figures we're seeing a lot of this happening in the industry and I think because the coaching industry is unregulated right now it's a pretty like frugal industry to be in anyone can call themselves a coach anyone can just slap a title on themselves and start trying to coach people and you know in the hopes of making 10k a month like just like that um but as you said before it doesn't that doesn't set people up for success and having a, a very strong passion for the coaching industry we want to help people who want to become coaches to lay a really solid foundation for themselves of what does it actually look like to be a coach? How do you handle yourself in situations emotionally that you you might not be prepared for? How do you actually um, take someone through a transformation that's going to have a lasting impact on their life? We believe that those are the things that need to be um, embraced. They need to be learned and developed before you even look at going into the business side of things. And I think when you do it that way, you actually have, you set yourself up for having longevity in your career as a coach and in your business. Because if you just go out there and try to make, you know, six figures without any prior sort of training or knowledge of really how to be a great coach, maybe if you're lucky, if you're like the 1%, you might hit that. But are you going to be able to recreate that again and again and again? Probably not. 
So that's why we're really taking that into consideration. I love what you said earlier, Inez, about how you summed that up. And that's exactly why the first whole two months of our program focus on that. It's not just like two videos on mindset. It's a whopping two months on really developing the person so they can embody that coach identity, learn the coaching principles, coaching foundations, and then move into the business part. Mm. Yeah. And in total, just for reference, it's a six month program. So then that will also be counterbalanced with two months of where Mimi comes in with the business strategy, the intellect, the knowledge, the application of that. And then two more months for just solely, you know, an open space for people to have continued support while they implement everything that they learned in the first four months. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I think, um, I, yeah, because it's so frustrating, right? Like, as I was saying before, when we have all of the knowledge, when we're like, oh, I'm applying all of these strategies, and we think that's all we need in order to make a business, like, I'm sure you can all relate to that feeling of like, but I did this exact thing that my like, you know, I can, I can count so many times in back in the past where like a business coach has been like, just do this thing, and you'll get all of these clients. And it's like, yeah, okay, maybe that works for you. Because you've got a certain vibe, you've got a certain following, you've got experience behind you. But then when you teach me this, it doesn't connect, right? And if we're thinking about, okay, well, I've done the marketing, I know the knowledge, like I've done this strategy that you've said, it can be so easy to then go into this place of like blaming and taking it really personal and thinking, Mm -hmm. well, that must mean there's something wrong with me. Like that's something that used to hold me back a lot in my business. And something that I've been working a lot with even my clients as well is being able to hold that um, vibe of neutrality, right? It's obviously really important to get excited about, oh, I'm getting a new client or like I'm m- making this new program or I'm getting this new opportunity. Of course, we want to celebrate that. But what I see a lot of young coaches doing is attaching their self-worth to that and getting really invested in the high of getting the opportunity or the yes or the first client or the first 1K or whatever it is that they might get. And, and when we get so high and so invested and we kind of create, we attach ourselves worth to that high, when it's not there, we just like plummet into this feeling of like, I'm the bad coach. There's something wrong with me. Why am I failing? Like, this is never going to work. And so we're going up and down like this all the freaking time. And it's so shakable. It's so unstable. And so Whilst, as I said, it's important to celebrate. It's important to still allow, allow yourself to feel low, but it's having this level of neutrality of being like, I'm still okay. I'm still worth it because then you're unshakable because then you're actually like a much more sturdy ground. So I love the way that you've set it up for having like two months of getting a lot more. And I'm sure, I guess this is your specialty, Kenzie. And if that's something that you want to talk more about as well, but like, and, and that's kind of, I guess, with manifestation as well, right? The ability to kind of like de- detach such a, a huge component of being able to manifest, as you said, the life that you want. Yeah, 100%. And so really what I focus on in the first two months is creating a personal transformation, like giving somebody the tools to literally apply into their own life to change their life. Because what I really believe is you need to teach. We need more coaches who are teaching from embodied wisdom, lessons that they have personally learned and have overcome themselves, not just teaching from the intellect, right? Oh, I I read this in a book and I think I I know this and I think I can help you. Right. Like, like that's so surface level these days. Like we want to really create coaches who are going to come into the industry and like kick ass and by kick ass, we don't mean like financially, but 
through service and through the service that they provide, you know, through the value that they provide another person, that's where the money just becomes a natural byproduct. And you can really stop focusing on, oh my God, am I going to make a dollar? Am I going to make the buck? Am I going to make it in the industry and attaching it into that self-worth, like you said, and really just shifting the focus altogether into service and embodiment. And like, who do I need to be to, you know, create a transformation in someone else. And so something that I really love is Jim Carrey talks about when he was starting his career, you know, what, like as a comedian, right before he was a big famous actor, he was thinking, you know, what does my audience really need? What does my audience really want? And so he finally identified for himself that his audience wants to feel something, right? They want to feel something. So what's that feeling? And that's what everything comes down to is a feeling. And so he realized they want to feel free from concern. So then he thought, okay, how can I make that audience feel free from concern? And the only way, literally the only way is to be free from concern. It's not for him to just get up there and tell the jokes and like make them laugh because you know, that that's a part of it but that's a very shallow way of looking at the situation. He took it to the next level and he realized that he is a transfer of energy to his audience and his audience needs to be plugged into whatever energy, you know, that they want to ultimately feel right. Because he's the source. That's where they're getting that feeling from. So he went up on stage and he acted like he was free from concern so that his audience could also as a natural byproduct through his words and his, you know, comedy skits that he put together also feel free from concern. So that's where for me as a coach, I take it at a very high level and high priority to live and breathe this work and be in the embodiment of, you know, things like abundance, things like gratitude, things like service, so that I'm transferring that energy into, you know, the coaches who come through our program. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's such a good yeah. I love that. When you're coming into a coaching program, as I said before, you can have all of the strategy, but really it's about being able to plug into that energy of what the leaders who are taking you through the program have created already in their lives. And it's, you know, when you're a coach, I'm sure we've all had this as well. You have to be able to experience multiple things at once. You might be having a bad day. You might've gotten a parking ticket, things outside of your control happening to you, but you need to learn how to be able to put that to the side and step into your power and be like, okay, I'm here to coach. I'm here to transform and I'm here to serve. And that's emotional intelligence at its peak. But um, Mimi, I'd love to hear from you as well. Like the strategy, the strategy side of that and how you embody all of these qualities, like what are your tips when moving, I guess, through that kind of process? Yeah. So I love everything both of you just said. And the way that I look at this, and I think the way we wanted to really integrate this into the program was who before what? So in the industry, like I said earlier, there's so many programs out there that promise you like quick results. And those programs, I feel, attract people that are like, just tell me what to do. What do I do just so I can succeed? Tell me what to do and I'll do it. But that I think no longer works. And instead of focusing on the what, you need to focus on the who before that. So the idea of that is with the first part of the program, what we're trying to do and what I think needs to be done is to actually create an identity shift. So the the coach, the person who's, but they need to change at, at an identity level so that when they're out there, you know, really putting themselves out of, outside their comfort zone, because when you start putting yourself out there as an online coach, I'm sure we've all experienced, 
it's really, it can be very challenging and confronting at first to expose yourself in that way and to use your voice as a leader. And so when that's, when those emotions arise, I need to be, to be able to handle and respond to this rather than react. Um, because I think if we only teach people the what, we only teach people the strategy, which is my area of expertise. And, um, you know, I'm not downplaying that at all. But if we only teach the strategy without first changing who am I being, then I think that's where a lot of coaches have an early downfall and sadly leave the industry because they think it's too hard and they and they don't think that they're cut out for it, which in fact is not true. You do have the potential if you feel called to do this kind of work. Um, you just need to sort of, as Kenzie said, go through your own personal transformation so that, so that you can really build um, self-trust. I think that's one of the most important things. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, a successful business owner and work for yourself, you need to have a really strong level of self-trust, meaning you need to be able to ask yourself questions in situations that arise that are difficult. You need to be able to ask yourself, what do I do here? And trust your answer because it is a, a, quite a solo game running. If you're you know, running the show, you need to have that self-trust. Um, and I think if you have that, that's everything because then you no longer need to feel that you always need to look outside yourself to your coach or to the person to your left to get the answers. Like you can actually get them from yourself. Um, yes, I couldn't agree more. You know, my business has pretty much crossed six figures the past two years, which has been incredible. And it was something that when I first started my business, I was like, I could never have even imagined. Like at the time, I remember when I did a first consult call with a pretty slimy business coach, right? And I remember I was like on, on the phone call and he was like, imagine if you could make six figures. And I was like, oh my God, I could pay off my hex, which is like the, um, I guess, student loan for Australia, which obviously I'm not paying off now because it's you know they can just chill but at the time I was like oh my god imagine if I earned six figures like that would change my life blah 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 and like obviously it has right it's been a really incredible experience for me but I think one of the most interesting things that I always refer back to and I wrote an Instagram post about this was like when I was having my first kind of consecutive 10k months I still felt anxious all the time. And I was like, oh, this is a really jarring experience because we think, well, once I get the income goal, once I hit a certain level, I'll be happy. Everything will be fine, whatever. And I and, and that's why I was kind of saying before, like regardless of where you get in your journey, you're still going to go up and down if you put your self-worth and your identity in hitting a certain goal, which is why it's so important that we firstly recognize, even if you're having a bad day, even if you feel like not your most high vibing self, good things can still happen to you. You can still like attract clients and money. Um, but also that's like a call to trust yourself even more, right? And like, what is this showing to myself? Because at every single level, there's always like the new devil or whatever way that we want to frame it. So for me, it was really a, a call to being like, okay, well, where are you still not trusting yourself? And I could see areas in my life where I was still looking to see, you know, if other people were doing what I was doing to somehow validate myself or maybe feeling like I needed to like ask my partner or my parent if I was doing the right decision. And something that was a really big um, kind of, I guess, moment of trust for me that I experienced earlier this year was that I signed up to a new business coach, someone that I felt really aligned with. And it was one of the, it was one of the biggest investments I've ever made. It was over $10,000. And I just got on the phone with him and he was like, you know, this is what we want to do. And I literally just was like, yeah, it's fine. I just want to buy it. And there wasn't even really a fear around it. Right. And to be able to make that decision and know, okay, wow, this is a big amount of money. 
but I trust myself so much. Like I just know that I'm going to be able to make it work. That's a practice that I've had to learn. And there was no security, right? We always are looking for as humans, how can I make this more predictable? How can I guarantee that this investment is going to work? And it's like, we always look for things external to us because we're not taught how to trust ourselves. But when you're able to come to that point of like, I'm going to put in, you know, all of my savings in this thing, because firstly, I know my dream is worth it and I trust myself and I focus on all of the things that could go right rather than what we do is like, what if this happens and what if I lose all my money and blah, blah, blah. And you start focusing on all of the things that are right. Like that was one of the most satisfying things I have experienced from like what Mimi was saying from that place of self-trust. So I wonder, do you guys have experiences like that as well that you would like to share? (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, you just made a really good point with this. What if, right? Like Mm -hmm. what comes after what if, because I hear all the time, you know, before somebody invests, even just with me as a coach or, you know, with other people, it's like, oh my gosh, but what if I lose all my money? Like, what if like this doesn't work or like, what if like, you know, something really bad happens. And so it's really just making this perspective shift and reframe of like, but what if you do make a hundred thousand dollars? What if you do change your life? What if you do change other people's lives? Like people don't think that like, that is actually like Mm -hmm. a super big possibility, but it's actually usually bigger than, you know, everything going wrong. And so that's what I just really want to mention and highlight what you just said, because I think it's important. It's really small, but it's really powerful to shift that. And I mean, yeah, I've been through that same thing hundreds of times. I've spent all my money and I've pulled out all the excuses on my sales calls that I've been on. And honestly, it wasn't until I actually got on a sales call with a Tony Robbins coach before I really went into coaching. I wanted to be a coach for, I don't know, at least a year, like at least a year, or like wanted to work with a coach, wanted to like get to know this field, this industry, but I was so scared scared to even get on a call with anybody until finally I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to look into Tony Robbins coaching and, and, you know, maybe I'll, I'll try that one. Right. And so I'd been on a few sales calls, never invested any money in myself. Like it was just you know, that's kind of where I was. And then I get on this call and this guy would not let me get off the phone until I made a decision and like a clear decision, like a yes, I'm in and here's my deposit or like, no, get off the phone. And so I was like, well, let me talk to my partner who I was with at the time. Or like, I need to go, you know, deal with my finances or I don't know if I'm going to have the money or like, like literally every excuse you could possibly think of. And this guy would not let me get off the phone. And what I ended up doing was I ended up investing in myself because he really put the pressure on and I knew I wanted it so bad. And I was like, okay. And so I broke under his pressure. And so this is where, especially in sales, right. And Mimi, I want you to kind of maybe elaborate this a little bit more because you're on the business side, but it's like when you're selling to someone, you know, sales can be scary on both ends of the spectrum. But it's like, for me, that sales call changed my life. Like I actually asked if he could be my coach once I started coaching, you know, through the Tony Robbins program, but I, I couldn't because he was just a sales guy. And I thought that was the best experience I've ever had in my whole entire life. Like it changed my life and it, and it changed it for a few reasons because I really got to see like myself make an empowered decision, not relying on my partner. And I also got to see how my partner supported me afterwards anyway. Like it was no big deal, even though it was like the end of the world to me. And so 
but you know, I guess to, to close that out, if I got off the phone, right. With, with making this like in between, like, ah, I don't know decision, I would have never signed up. Like I would have never called back and I would have never signed up. And I'd probably still be in the same cycle, spinning my tires lost and not knowing what to do or where to go. So yeah. Amy, I would love to hear about <laughs> what you have to say about that. Yeah, I would love to say about that. Um, it's, that's such a cool story because here's the thing about coaching coaching essentially right is you're trying to help someone move closer towards the attainment of a goal closer towards something that they want in their life that they don't already have and often if you want something you've never had you have to do things you've never done and that of course is terrifying for the human brain it's like please don't make me do that <laughs> but we still want it we still feel a call to so the whole premise of the whole point of having a coach is to have someone who believes in you when you don't yet believe in yourself. Mm. It's to have someone to hold space for you, for all of your fear, for all of your doubts, and to show you there's a different way and to keep pulling you along that path until you then see it for yourself and you step into that new reality, that new version of yourself. So and, and this really begins on a sales call. If you are a great coach, this process begins on a sales call. And I want everyone to hear this. If you're new to coaching, if you're thinking of getting into it and selling scares you, often the reason it scares you and the reason it's uncomfortable is because you're not focusing on the person in front of you. You're focused on yourself and whether or not you're going to get the sale, whether or not that person is going to say yes to you. And that needs to be flipped on its head and completely directed the other way around. As a coach, it's not about you. It's about the person in front of you and really being able to, um, Kenzie, you actually described this in such a great way once. I think you said it was like, as a coach, you're like the bird soaring up above in the sky, like looking down and you can see everything that's going on when the person, the person you're helping is right down there in the mud. Like they can't really see what's going on in their own brain. And so in the sales process, it's about hearing everything that the person is saying to you and really listening to what they're saying but then being able to clearly see like where the problem is. Right. And it usually if someone's stumbling to make that decision for themselves, it is coming from a place of self doubt and a place of fear that what if it doesn't work for them? What if they can't make it happen? Um, and yeah, and holding that space and questioning them. And it, it's not in a, in a sleazy or a pushy way, but it's, it's really coming from a, from a good intention, from a place of love. Um, for wanting the best outcome for the person in front of you. And it sounds like that's what that sales guy did for you, which is why it was so impactful. Because I think, you know, if you're lucky to have great parents and, and close people in your life that do see you and believe in you, that's great. But I think a lot of people don't often have the opportunity to have someone who is in a position where they want to be, to sit with them, to look directly in their eyes and to hold complete unconditional space for them to hear them and help them move towards their goals and that in itself is so damn impactful and powerful on someone's life all three of us I know would, would have experienced this and that's why we are in coaching I'm sure um so yeah sorry on <laughs> a ramble but that's 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 my opinion of, of of selling and you know it goes with the saying like the transformation begins with the transaction action because someone putting down their credit card it's not about you it's, it's about them doing that for themselves and that 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 first step is everything mm, 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, like even the um, action of putting money down, like immediately and what I've seen, because like both of you, I have invested time and time and time and time and time again, right? Love it. I've gotten really comfortable with it. And even before the program has even started, like for me, I just, and I've also for me now, like I have moved away from a place of doing sales calls and I do a lot of sales through my DMs because that's how I like to buy as well. Like I, I spent when I got on the coach, the call with my business coach last year, oh, the start of this year, I feel like 2021 is just like lasting forever. Um, <laughs> an absolute classic. Um, I just was like, yeah, I'm ready and I'm ready to take my money. And now that's how I invest because that's my process and that's how I enjoy to invest as well because I feel like it's quick and it's easy and it's coming from a place of power for me but it's taken me a while to get there what Mimi was saying about like yeah you might have like the most loving parents or who people around you that are supportive or the most loving partner whatever it might be but if I had listened to what my mum had said to me and you know when I was in high school I would have always said my mum was my best friend she just said to me like go to uni get a job like obviously really believed in me and really wanted the best for me but from a lens of what she thought would be her most ideal situation and really safe from her lens for her child Mm -hmm. and so I did that I followed the path I went to uni had no idea what I wanted to do got there still felt confused and then after that I was like right I've tried what mum said to do (laughs) classic and now (laughs) I'm gonna try and do something else and that's why when we work with a coach it's coming from someone that is actually where you want to be. Like I always offer advice to my clients of like, don't take advice from people that aren't where you want to be. Of course, it's okay to ask for support from people in your life, but just remember that people in your life aren't necessarily able to see the things that you can see for yourself. No one's going to be able to see your vision in your head the Mm -hmm. way that you can see it. So when you're going to ask people for advice or when you're kind of hinging on someone else's opinion, ask yourself, well, do I actually want to live the life that they are living? And if not, how can I, as you said, plug into the energy of someone that is because they've already been through it. It's the, it's the most guaranteed way to actually get to where you want to be because being in the energy, in the container, in the space of someone that has been through the struggles you've been through is the quickest way to get where you want to go. But we second guess ourselves because we're like, oh, my parents say this, or maybe my partner will judge me or people around me aren't doing X, Y, Z, whatever it might be. Um, And so it's just like, yeah, putting yourself in that right container and trusting yourself. And like, that's that whole self-trust piece again, isn't it? A hundred percent. That's, um, I, I think I've told you this as Anne Kenzie, but that like, completely just reminds me of when I knew I wanted to be a coach and my my dad and I are super close and I really look up to my dad um, and I take his opinion and, and everything he says you know I don't take it lightly and he you know always pushed me to continue with my university studies and you know thought it would be great if I went on and did my master's um, in exercise physiology and you know it was like this will be a great career path for you like you're doing great keep going But I had this, like, what felt like this secret when I realized I wanted to be a life coach. And I was so terrified to tell him that I didn't talk to him about it for six months. Like, it just, you know, in anguish about what he would think and what he would say. Um, Until one day I finally, you know, built up the courage and I told him I was, like, nervously trying to be confident. And I was like, Dad, I'm not going to to uni. I'm going to be a life coach. And, um, you know, he took it way better than what I thought he was going to of course we always expect the worst case scenario but I look back at that moment and I am so thankful and grateful to myself for not denying my truth for not denying that 
pull that I had inside to to come on this path because look where we are now like it's it's incredible so yeah that's why I always urge people I'm like if you're feeling called to do something you have to just do it you have to take a chance on yourself because one day your life's going to be over you don't know when it's going to end you know it's not guaranteed that you're going to live a full life to 100 years old and at the end of the day like I always, this helps me a lot. This perspective shift is when I'm, when I'm scared about something that, you know, could be deemed as trivial. I picture myself on my deathbed and I look back over my life and I'm like, does this really matter? Like does giving up, you know, this, this money right now, is this going to, is this matter? Like holding on to it, is that going to change my life or is taking a chance for myself to do something big and grand? Is that going to change my life? And yes, that's always the answer. Like the latter is always the answer. So um yeah in a nutshell trust yourself <laughs> I love that and honestly that just brings up for me like challenges are going to happen no matter what oh I think we might be like liking but we're gonna have challenges no matter what so it's like do you want to be challenged by something that you don't really want to be challenged by or do you want to be challenged by like the things that are going to change your life. Because for me, when I was working a nine to five job, the challenge was that like, I didn't want to be working that job. The challenge was that like, I didn't really like the work I was doing. The challenge was like, I feel like I'm in the wrong place, but I keep putting myself into that place, even though I knew that it didn't feel aligned, but you know, I was almost too scared of the challenge of like, but what if it fails? Right. But what if I leave and it fails? And it did the first time. And so it's like, I feel faced my fears over and over those challenges of facing my fears in the direction that I actually wanted to go is what really built me up as a person. And I think really refines people and builds character and builds authenticity and wisdom and, and really the challenges that you want, because you're going to have them anyway, like they're always going to be there. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. And like, it's just putting like, it's realizing that you have so much more of a choice. And also I want to normalize this whole idea of like uh, working a nine to five and then like all of a sudden quitting it and then it not working out. Like I've actually never worked a nine to five. I've literally worked for myself since I was 19. So it's been a very long journey, but as you can imagine, very character building. Um, <laughs> but when I, I've quit working in person as a personal trainer and I did that for about a year. And then I went back because I just wanted some supplementary income. And I think there's also this really, big idea online of like just quit your job and like take a leap and the universe will um, catch you or whatever which like is true to some extent but when you do that you're then like for example if you were to quit your job when you put so much pressure on making something work and that's all that you have to focus on it can make it so much more stressful so like normalizing getting a part-time job or going back to work for a little bit just so not because you're giving up in your dream but more seeing it as a bridge And so that you're not putting all of your focus and energy on when will this thing happen? Because as, as the saying goes, which I always say to my clients, I said on this podcast all the time, but it's so true. I watch kettle never boils. Speaking of normalizing things, like the other thing, Kenzie and I were just talking about this yesterday is we sort of want to lift this veil and this expectation of, you know, build your six figure business in 90 days, because it's like with every other reputable and legitimate career path out there it's like you don't hear like an esteemed artist or become like a brain surgeon in 90 days you know and coaching is a serious career it's a serious industry and I think what we want to do is to set the expectations differently for people so that 
they're not completely disheartened when they don't achieve that in such a short period of time. Like Nez, you were just saying you've worked for yourself since you were 19. Kenzie and I have both been on this journey for about three years now. It takes time. It's it's like you're building an entire castle. You're not just like putting up a tent and like that's going to sustain you. You know what I mean? So it's, and that's why, um, you know, we made our program six months because that's like a very decent amount of time to, to build your skill set, to become the person you need to be, to learn like the fundamentals of coaching, to implement the business strategy. There's a lot to do. And um, yeah, we just want people to, instead of thinking, instead of looking at coaching as, oh, I'll just set up my six figure business in 90 days. It's like, what do you want your career to look like? Like, do you want to be in this uh, career for the long haul? Like, what is your bigger vision for, you know, five or 10 years down the line? Like, let's look at that and let's start building um, a sustainable, sustainable way, like to get there rather than just a quick fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really just kind of shattering through that social media dilemma that I think we're going through, which is like, everything is just fast, quick now, like, can it get any, can it get here any quicker? And it's just like kind of how I think social media has geared societies, right? It's like, who's got the best, the most, the quickest, the fastest. And it's just like, we need to pause on that and slow it back down. And six months might actually sound like a long time, especially when things are so fast paced. And there are a lot of programs out there that say three months, three months, 90 days, but it's like six months is actually nothing in the long haul of your life. And if you are looking to do something like a coaching career for, for a sustainable long-term career, like this could be your life's work. Right. Yeah. And you know what? People always ask me in my, on Instagram or wherever, like, how did you get started? And like, what was the way that you get, um, you know, started your business. And like, yes, of course there are uh, certifications and whatever that you can do, but best thing that for me, for my business and every single time that I'm go through this process, I see a jump in my business is being the client because then you're actually coaching from a place of integrity. You're asking your clients to do what you have done and you can coach from a place of empathy, right? Because you've been in their shoes before. So yes, like obviously learn and growth and learn for me is like a huge, Literally, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Growth and learning is like a huge part piece of the pie for me. And I'm always learning all the time, but to actually be able to embody it, you need the experience. You need to go through and be the client. Cause then you know, what did I like? What would I do differently? And I think that's like a really great part of your program that you're offering too. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, if you can't, if you're not willing to step up to make that first investment in yourself, then how can you ever expect to ask that of someone else? You have to understand from an emotional level what that feels like. You know, I feel like we're seasoned investors. Like we've done it so many times that we know what to expect. We know what it feels like. We know the benefits of it. But for someone who's doing it for the first time to outlay several thousands of dollars is a big deal. It's a big step. And you really need to be able to understand the emotion that they're going through in that moment in order to um, properly guide them through that decision and help them help them get to the other side. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you there, Nez. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely loved this chat. I feel like we've gotten to talk about business and personal development and obviously the online coach school, which is super, super exciting. So if people want more information about that, where can they go? Yeah. So they can find both of us at our Instagram. So my Instagram is just at Mimi Watt. 
And my Instagram is at Kenzie Costar. Yeah. And you can find all the information about the online coach school there. Um, and we would love to connect with you and tell you more about it. If you are interested in becoming an online coach and running the show. Oh, I love that. And I couldn't recommend it more. Like, obviously I have been friends with Mimi for a while now, and I can say from personal experience that she really, um, walks her talk. Is that what I'm saying? You're very in integrity. And I can only imagine that someone you would be connecting with would be exactly on the same vibe. So thank you so much for coming here, sharing your experiences, sharing your wisdom. Um, and I'm excited to see what's to come. Oh, thank you so much, Nez. Thank you so much for having us. It's been so, so amazing to talk to you as always. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. This has been so much fun and I look forward to staying connected. 